0: Episode 13 of Hebrews in Exile with Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. In this episode, we demystify the stereotypes placed upon the continent of Africa by the church. Want to hear more? Don't go anywhere.
1: This is Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this is Hebrews in Exile. Exile. There's an interesting aspect about us being Hebrews in exile, and that is understanding that we are a people that come out of the richest continent in the world and the largest continent in the world. And that would be Africa. Egypt is in the continent of Africa. Africa, yep. Africa, by the movies that have been presented by Eurocentrics. Oh, boy. Mm Mm-hmm have portrayed us as, um, wow, bon, uh, bone in your nose. Bony and yeah. <laughs> dancing and, around a cauldron. Dance, yeah, and a uh, people <laughs> who lack intelligence. Right. Now. Poor, deprived. And, you yeah. know, while it's true that in the continent of Africa, there are a lot of poor people, and in Ethiopia we see it constantly, mm-hmm. uh, where the children are starving and in, in lack of nourishment to be able to grow. They are a poor, they are a poor part of the Africa of the continent of Africa. But that's not the norm of the continent. That's right. That's right. Uh, I happened to have had an opportunity in 2010, and I think it was what 2017 oh, or was it seventeen? 16? Seventeen. I yeah, we went back. Yeah. That uh, I went back to Africa. My first trip to Africa was uh, to Kenya, and my second trip to Africa was to Kenya. Mm. Uh, I've been to. Nairobi and I've been to I've been into the interior of of Kenya and Nairobi into s- such little places as Magori I've been to Tanzania
0: mm-hmm.
1: I've been to uh, El Dorit mm-hmm. and uh, I've spent some time there and I find it interesting that the story of Africa, while it has had its upheavals with its various leaders that have been ruthless and have done some terrible things to their people, mm-hmm. is only indicative of the mindset that is part of a westernized thought process to gain wealth at the expense of other people. Other
0: people, yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah. I found that my first trip to Africa was really interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, Let me jump in here real quick. I got to ask you something, because I went with you on a second trip back. What was it like, literally, when you got off the plane and you put your feet on African soil? When I
1: got off the plane in Nairobi... And we were walking through the airport.
0: That's in Ethiopia. Uh,
1: well, my first trip to Africa I didn't go through Ethiopia.
0: Oh, it didn't? Oh, okay.
1: Uh, uh, we went uh, We went a different way.
0: No, I'm, I, did I say, at, isn't that in Kenya? Which one is it? <laughs> Nairobi's in. Nairobi Nairobi is in Kenya In Kenya Yeah Yeah. I said it was in Ethiopia So I I I, I, I apologize I retort my statement
1: And when I got off the plane When I got off the plane It was like Getting off Into an international airport Mm -hmm. Like any other International airports You might get off with Get off in uh, In the world Right Except Right It was all Black (laughs) (laughs) Praise be To the most high (laughs) Right. I had escaped the westernized
0: yeah, world, idea yeah.
1: of being uh, uh, followed as a second-class citizen, or if that right, I walked in and amongst the people mm-hmm. there, and they knew that I was from the I was from somewhere, but not there. Right, right. But right. they treated me. They treated me. As if I were one of them, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, one of the first things that the group that I was meeting when they when they finally met met up because I'd never seen them before, okay, and they'd never seen me, mm-hmm. but we happened to meet each other. Um, you know, they they
0: welcomed me. Right now, was but, this was this group that you were meeting with? Um, Kind of doing the messianic thing, or where, where where were they at in their in their thought process?
1: Well, when I got there, they were Christian, but when I left, they were Hebrew,
0: <laughs> which is good.
1: So you, it accomplished the goal that it was supposed. To. And and they sent for me. Uh huh. They sent for me for the sole purpose of coming there to teach them the truth and to teach them Torah. They found me. They found me on the website. Okay. At uh okay. And they found me there and they wanted me to come and to mm. share with them and I was there for 14 days. Okay. But when I got there, um it was unique. Nairobi was a major a major metropolitan city. Um it mm. had it had black top
0: yeah, not like and they show it on TV no, here.
1: No, they had blacktop and okay. had, had a major major hotels and mm-hmm. what have you that are the same thing that we have we have here. The only difference is they're run by black people. Which so is, yeah. you get treated. You get treated with respect and with honor. And <clears throat> one of the things that That really caught my attention on the back end of the trip is when we were coming back home and we were looking for a hotel to stay in while we were waiting for our plane. Mm -hmm. And we stopped at this one hotel, the Haran Hotel, there in Nairobi. Right. And the gentleman said to me as I was inquiring about their hotel, he told me, he says, welcome home, brother. Mm. Man, you don't you, you Yeah, I mean, you, you, you don't know what that feels like because and, one of the things mm. that you hear about in the United States that the Africans are stuck up and they're rude. And mm-hmm. the, the ones that come here from Africa, right? They, they talk about them being rude and mm-hmm. and, and and whatever. <clears throat> but in the homeland. Uh, they're not rude they're very they're very very hospitable very hospitable
0: and one of the it
1: it was funny because one of the ladies that was traveling with us uh, we 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 had to go back and we had to wait for some luggage to get there in order to go to get the luggage Mm -hmm. we had to go through uh and back to the uh the airport security Mm -hmm. and we're sitting in the security office and and the guy we're talking to, and he's making the jokes. He says, "Well, he says I'm gonna I'm gonna give you, get get everybody's luggage here." He said, "But that young lady right there," he says, "I'm gonna keep her."
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got to stay yeah, here yeah, with me. Yeah, your yeah. eyes got big. So yeah. oh, loaded on, you, know, you know. But yeah. he, you know, and he laughed, and he was just kidding. <clears throat> right. But- so when you went into the interior and um, you were teaching there. Is is there a different sense of of I guess intentiveness in listening and listening and and trying to understand? Oh, absolutely. What, what, what was what was different oh, from oh, oh, that audience oh, and demographic oh, than man. it is oh, here oh, in in U- United oh, States, UK, everywhere else?
1: Oh man. Um, if I had to teach anywhere in the okay. world a group of people, mm-hmm. it would be Africa. Wow. And that's because they are so hungry for truth. After all, remember, uh, Africa is impounded by the Muslims. Right. That's correct. The Seventh Day Adventists.
0: Mm-hmm. And Christians,
1: Yeah. The Norwegians. Mm-hmm. Uh Christianity of all different all leaves types. and different leaves yeah. and sleeves.
0: Catholicism.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so when I got there, you know, and after reading my, my my webpage, they knew what I was going to come and teach. And the very first meeting that we had uh with them um was in a in a small building. Mm-hmm. But it held probably, there was probably about maybe 100, 150 or so. Mm-hmm. And as I'm teaching, um, they're getting it. Yeah. they. I mean, first right. day. And one of the ladies that was with me, she, said, she says to me, she says, did you see the lady over in the corner? And I said, yeah, I saw her. Mm-hmm. She says, she got it. That's good. That's good. She got it. That's really good. And after being there for 7 days and teaching them for 7 days, uh they 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 got this teaching about Yahweh. They got the teachings about Torah and understanding the narrative of what the Most High is dealing with. And I left them with Hebraic Bibles so that they could have something to uh to refer to and read and to study from.
0: that's, you know. that's why I'm kind of You know, we had that conversation that we got to get back to Africa because to have the experience now, knowing what we know now, knowing what we do in this podcast and have the impact and the emotion of that come through because you were in a different space when you went the first time and the second time versus where you are now. And then to come back and say, okay, we are so interconnected. It's not even funny, man. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something.
1: <laughs> if I would have you known what I was going to get, be getting into the first time, <laughs> that the most High sent me to Africa, I wouldn't have gone. Oh. Oh. I wouldn't have gone. Hmm. He, he has a very funny sense of humor. <laughs> he took you through the process. He took me through the process. We went into, we went, we were over three hundred miles from Nairobi into the interior, interior.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Trying to get to the place where we we're going to stay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They were supposed to have made arrangements for us to stay one place, but when we got there, they said that they, that those arrangements had fallen through, and they were taking us somewhere else. So it's pitch black, darkness, darkness. There's no, yeah. there are no street lights. Right in the interior, and mm-hmm. they're dirt roads. Right and we drove for miles mm. and miles and miles on a dirt road that wasn't wide wasn't wide enough for the bushes and the leaves to not hit the windows as we're driving through acting like windshield wiper blades
0: yeah and you should probably were these and there's dirt, no, dirt and dirt roads had potholes in them Yeah, you and, could put a person in and the only lights
1: were the <laughs> lights of the car mm
0: that's okay. black
1: i'm I'm four or five thousand miles from the United States somewhere. I don't have a doggone clue where mm. I am. And to this day, if anything would have went wrong, y'all would have still been looking for us.
0: Yeah. Because we never would have known, yeah. Y'all would have been out in the bush somewhere. Mm. And we get to
1: we get to finally off in the distance as we're approaching there's this little light. Mm-hmm. It keeps it's there. We see this little light. And in pitch darkness, you can see light for a long way. Okay, okay. So we see this light. And so I'm thinking, okay, I wonder if this is where we're
0: going. And it was. Okay, good. And Very we good.
1: pulled up we pulled up in the yard and we get out. There's a a hut. <laughs> there's a grass hut on one side of the of this property. There's another one back in the corner. And then there's this one, two, three, four, five, five bedroom house. Okay, there's a great room, and then there's two bedrooms. Okay, so you to own oh. a little compound.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. But this house does not have. You don't go in and turn flip the light switch. There's no light switch. Does it have a generator? Uh, solar. Oh. No, oh. no, 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 no. It wasn't even solar. It was a car it was
0: a battery. I was afraid you were going to say it was a hamster in the back. <laughs> <laughs> no, no 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 no.
1: It was it was a car battery generating the the one light that car produced, battery. that produced light in the house.
0: Hmm. They had to and, go out and turn the Lexus on. Yeah. And <laughs> the, after
1: after driving for almost 9 9 or so hours, you know, you you, you got to go relieve yourself. Yeah. So, I would believe so. So the question is... So y'all wasn't pulling over
0: for nothing but like, so listen. The, so the, <laughs> no.
1: Right. So the Where quest, did he go? Yeah, so the question was, well, uh, where's the bathroom? Right. And the question, the answer was, what bathroom? Ah, ah, the hole in the ground. There's no bathroom in the house. <laughs> There's an outhouse about 15 yards outside the back door. And it's in the, in the pitch black. In the pitch blackness. hmm So you're feeling around like you. And I was asked the question, (laughs) Rabbi, are you okay? I said, well, if I'm not, (laughs) I better find a way to be okay because I don't know where the heck we are. Right. And there ain't no turning back. Right. Verizon don't come out here. Neither does AT&T. <laughs> and speaking of cell phones the reception was extremely terrible and bad
0: oh yeah i could imagine I could so imagine. anyhow but again but that that's just systemic to the interior and that does not represent no by any means no, a stretch stretching imagination no, what africa looks like. no no not at all mm-hmm. you know
1: um so, when we finally had an opportunity to go into the city, okay, of um, uh, you know, I found, I found our sisters, mm-hmm. just like our sisters here. Mm-hmm. They had their hair whipped, mm-hmm. and they had their nails done.
0: Yeah. Now I'm gonna make a statement. Now I, I, I don't want. I know people know that I'm married, but this is the when I say the women over there were beautiful. Beautiful. i mean i mean it in a very respectful way beautiful. but it's a different kind of beautiful yes because there is a, a i me- remember we went to that hotel in kenya yeah and there was a a very melanated lady yes that was there i think she was the manager yes that was, she was there that was an eldora Andor an eldora yeah and when i say beautiful there's a it's a, diff, it's a It's a it's a, a kindness. It's a, it's a kind humbleness. It, it's it's a, a different kind of beauty. It's a sweetness. It's a sincerity. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> I'm not trying to throw women in the United States under a bus, but it's just different. It's different, and you have to kind of experience that. Now, one of the things
1: one of the things that's unique there that that is very honorable. That's different than we have here in the Western United States. We're talking about understanding the greatness of who we are.
0: Right, okay.
1: You notice that everywhere we went, we found Africans and they they had this, they had the African, all of them wore that African bracelet.
0: Bracelet, glare.
1: All of them did. Mm-hmm. There is a sense of pride right, that our people have in the mm-hmm. land, the land that they live in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a sense of pride.
0: Right. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, okay. when when I went there, I'm just just to be very cathartic for a second. Two observations: when I when I arrived there, um, sense of nostalgia getting off that flight when we got into El to say now that I'm back on soil of the continent from which my ancestors came from yeah. had a lot of meaning for me. But then I was ashamed halfway through of my, or at least you learn very quickly, and I, I think for me on the first day. There's a shame that comes upon you, because as we went to the to the hotel um, and I think the very next day or so, after we kind of met with the pastors that were there, walking around the downtown area or walking around the marketplace area, and the shame of it is understanding that I have a westernized mind, and why do I feel like I have to look over my shoulder amongst my own people? yeah. And and that yeah. was shameful. Yeah. yeah. To to to, yeah. to 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 you kinda I understand you're in a different country and you gotta be on guard and you 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 look like you're from the United States. I mean, because the, even the dress for the people that are there wearing blue jeans is is not something that's that's right. common. Yeah, right. So you stick out like a sore like thumb. Like a sore thumb. Like yeah. based on the way yeah. you, and they know you're not from there. Yeah. So there's this this sense of I I'm, I'm not in my own element, but again, a sense of why am I feel like I'm, I'm 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 with my people? I should be comfortable. Second observation that was, and I mentioned this to you while we were there. I said, "It's weird. I'm sensing this this issue of 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 social poverty." Yeah, we were there. Yeah, and even though. For the demographic of people that we were around, we were probably the economically yeah, uh, affluent, affluent yeah. amongst them, and yeah. they knew it. Yeah. At the same time, you don't. We you didn't think about that. No, you are not thinking about your money. You are thinking about okay, I am amongst the people that have a culture, and I can feel it. Yeah, and and I felt this sense of poverty. Cause we don't have that here, and I and again, you can probably tell when I got off the plane when I got back into Canada. <laughs> yeah,
1: I had, I had, I had, to catch you going. <laughs> I go, what, what did you just say? Did that come out of your mouth? And yeah, you, you said, and you said, yeah, you, I'm back on this Western soil, in it, and the, and right. and the difference, right. The difference you of being immediately, in, the difference in being both places is an immediate feeling. Right. because there in the continent of Africa amongst your people there is a sense of freedom there is a sense of of acceptance and you go there you go there not trying to be more than what you are but just trying to fit in with mm-hmm. who they are and understanding that you know you, you're you're not there to expect any anything different than you would anywhere else, and they treat you with such respect. I mean, I got treated with respect in both places. Now, <clears throat> with that being said,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I spent time uh, the first trip because we were there for fourteen days, and the last um, mm, the last seven no, the last five five days of that trip. We had to get out of where we were and get back to Nairobi, mm-hmm. and so we had an opportunity to, to walk around and to drive around, and go shopping in Nairobi. And uh, Nairobi is a is a very is a very. It's, I mean, they got a Marriott there, mm-hmm. and the you drive down uh, what they call Embassy Road, okay, and on one side of the road are all the all the all the embassy. All the embassies, or the houses, and then on the other side of the road, behind this big brick wall, are all these affluent houses. Yeah, and we were we were going we were going to them to this to this mall, this one mall that they have there in Nairobi, for which a lot of you uh, may remember uh, a few years back that uh,
0: yeah. some
1: Muslims went in and, and shot up this shot up this mall while well, I was in that mall. Mm-hmm. So I know what that mall is was, like.
0: Was that the same mall that we went to the second time? No. Oh it was a different we, one. We, okay. didn't, we didn't go there. All right. But that mall
1: has one way in mm. and one way out. Yeah. And they shot that mall up, but I was in that mall uh that in two thousand uh two thousand ten. But um, you know, just to talk about Africa and I have some I have some some friends currently now um
0: which by the way hold on because you 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 made mention and i should have jumped in earlier with that just because they shot up them all don't think okay again oh i'm not going to be safe when you're when you're over there because no, it's, no no, it's no different from what it he, is here, it's here. It's no in the in the united no states you could be anywhere. Yeah. What did they just do? Yeah. They shot up some folks up in that some shopping no, area no. in co- Colorado. No, they still shooting up people here. There, so don't even think. Oh, oh yeah. that's a reason why I shouldn't no, go. No, no, no. I have I have some uh,
1: some congregants that used to be in our fellowship that are. Uh, I, I'm trying to figure out when they're gonna come home.
0: <laughs> you talking about the ones that, that yeah, are they're, they're in from, they're, they're in Cleveland they're in, now. They're in,
1: they're in Tanzania. I don't know where they are where they moved from, but they I, I think the last uh, well, May.
0: Huh? I think May, from what I heard. They're coming home in May. Coming well, home in May. It wow. should be in
1: Cleveland. Yeah, in if in they come home at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean they've been there for a very long time to the yeah, point where yeah, I think yeah. the kids have yeah. got enrolled into a school for a little bit. Wow. But having a ball.
1: Yeah. So I mean, that's our land. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's that's East Africa. That's right. So that's not West, we move yeah. we move to South Africa. And I haven't been there yet, but I've read a lot about it, and I know about it. And for those of you that don't know, you might want to do some research. You'll come to realize and come to find out that South in South Africa is where is where the father defined the land that flows with milk and honey. Because South Africa is one of the richest portions of the continent of Africa from which come the acacia trees that were used uh, to build the America. tabernacle. Yeah. The acacia trees and the gold that were used to build the first temple mm-hmm. and the second temple came out of South Africa. So you wonder, you wonder. You talk about uh, 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 people doing, you know, looking with feathers in their head and and paint it all up like, like what, like whatever. Mm -hmm. No, that's, that, that's, that's not, that's not us. That's we're, we're a very genius, genius people. And we're the father's people and you know, Hey, it's, it's, it's some, it's something else. And Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, uh, think about this. Mm -hmm. And everybody, everybody is aware of this. Uh, even Stevie Wonder has said he's he's moving to Ghana. He's getting out of he's getting out of this westernized state, oh, yeah. and he's taking his whole family uh, and moving to Ghana. And oh, I got to tell you,
0: mm.
1: I got to I got to tell you, I got to tell you, right? Oh my <laughs> goodness, I, <laughs> does I want to go to Ghana? Yes, yes, I you yes, do. I does. Yes, you do. I want to go to Ghana. Yes, you and do. you look at Ghana from a from a from a s from a metropolitan perspective, oh, yeah. it's a it's a massive metropolitan, very very. I want I'd hate using the word westernized because it's their culture, but it's it's just a a place that's that's beautiful. It's large, um, you know, just as other uh, uh, countries in Africa or whatever they call them there in Africa are. So we shouldn't be disparaging about our homeland, right? And um, it's it's a beautiful place. Uh, the only one reason why uh, I I I'd go and live there, but I'm too old, <laughs> and I need I need medical help, and I'm just not ready for third world third world hospitals yet.
0: Not not just yet. No uh-uh.
1: no I I I need I need to know that when I go into the hospital, I'm coming out.
0: <laughs> well, see, and, and it's and and just to piggyback on on your previous comment. I had a conversation with my family uh, and one of the things that I had said to them is, I said, we, we kind of go on family trips. We try to, um, I'm not originally from California, but we try to get together every single year and do something. And so I had mentioned, they said, well, what are we going to go this year? And I had just flat out said, this was after I came back to Africa. And I said, why is it? Every time that we bring up going to do something, it's let's go to Paris. Let's go to Italy. Let's go to Spain. Let's go to all these other places in the Mediterranean. And I'm and I'm saying to myself, we pick these places right out of the right because we're so institutionalized on that's what's exotic. We see everything through the eyes of the tribe of Yefat. And I said. Why don't we want to go and learn about our own culture? Why isn't the first thing that comes out of your mouth, at least as a Hebrew in exile, understanding that you're melanated, is e- to go find out about your own man, people? The East, the because East, that's what they're doing. The they're East, going back to man, the East Coast.
1: The East Coast of East Africa is is resort land.
0: Oh yeah.
1: And you know, yeah. one of the things one of the things that I was reading reading this week or last week in, in Apple News. Was about Naomi Campbell. That oh, right, 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 Nairobi right. has made her model. the um, the um, uh, ambassador for visitors mm-hmm. uh, to to Kenya, mm. and she has. And I, I realized that Naomi Campbell got a lot of money, right? But she got a mother <laughs> shut your mouth <laughs> resort in Nairobi. That's, that's, that's it's immaculate. It's huh? immaculate. I, I wow. mean, and if I go to Nairobi again, that's, um, I'm going to try to see if I can check in. We got some places
0: we got to hit up first. Yeah.
1: We got to get that Nigeria. I gotta, yeah. In. I got to get, I got to get out. I got to get out of East Africa. So, I, I,
0: I mean, that's a good segue into your, your ancestry because I know probably opening that, walk us through opening that, that package when you did your ancestry and finding out what.
1: Oh, the first one I—the first uh, ancestry thing that I did must have been—I—I um, I don't know. And I've got it in my drawer. I was very disappointed mm. because it came back with—oh,
0: <laughs> right, right, right—came yeah, back
1: with me being from Germany, Germany, yeah. and so forth and so on. Okay. But <clears throat> when I did my second check from my father's side, mm-hmm. come to find out that I'm seventy-five percent Nigerian. Nigerian. Uh, And I'm uh, 2% European Mm -hmm. and I'm 5% from, I'm 5% uh, East African. It's good. So, so, so that makes me 75, that's 78%, 78% of my, of my, of my DNA comes out of the
0: continent of Africa. And that's got to mean something to be attached to a country now to say that. My people came from from here because the narrative for most of us here is we don't know.
1: Which goes back to Marcus Garvey's words. Right, right. If right. you don't know your culture, if you don't know if you know your culture, you don't know your ancestry and so forth and so on. You you don't you don't know your roots. Mm-hmm. Well now and, and that's one of the things that I wanna say about the movement mm. that's called the Hebrew roots. Okay, here we go. The right. messianic Hebrews. All right. I want to give them all praise to the Most High and thanks for helping me find out my roots, mm. because now I know who I am, mm-hmm. I know whose I am, and I know where I'm from. Mm. And they ain't from where I'm from. Yeah, they're Aksanazi.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm Hebrew. Correct. Please. I'm from yeah. the sun. I am from the son of Shim. They are from the son of Japhat. Right. There is a chasm of difference.
0: You do. And then that's where Askenazi comes from is one of the sons. Correct me if I'm wrong. And I know probably somebody's going to say something while while they're listening to this. One of the sons of Japhat is Askenaz. Yes, all you gotta do is go read the scriptures. Go, go, go read Genesis
1: chapter number ten and look at the look at look at look at the genealogy of the three sons, mm-hmm. and you'll find that up under Japhat you'll find Oxanizing, and, guess and who, you'll also Ma- find another group yeah. called Ooh Magog, Magog which uh any 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 person with any scriptural knowledge knows mm-hmm. is that the big war that's going to take place is going to ta- take place between Gog and Magog. Right. So the most high is going to war against the Europeans. Yes. He said he was. Don't don't hey. <laughs> don't take my word for it. Go some, it. It's in it's in it's in your history book. Go read it for yourself. Yes. Yeah, stop spiritualizing
0: your it and read it. It's in your history book. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Which is good, which is good. No, that's, I wanted to, you know, because I haven't had that done. And I know that when I watch like the go on YouTube and see the, the PBS stuff where the one guy that does, uh, he works kind of things hand in hand with Oprah. And he does the celebrities and he, he does their genealogy. and He traces it back through uh, uh, history. Yeah. Of, of of slavery. Yeah. yeah. It's always in the same reaction. They and read it and yeah. they and there's a weeping because there's now I'm connected. Yeah, and see, and you can't stop with
1: slavery. You have to go beyond slavery. Right. You have to go beyond Plymouth Rock. Right. You gotta back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up, all the way up to the continent. When you back it all the way up to the continent, there's a sense of pride that every individual of color should have. You should never, ever despise your ancestors.
0: Right. And on one of those episodes, I forget which actor it was, but he they did, said that he was unique because they could only go so far with us because of the documents that they had on slaves. And prior to that, they didn't know. But for this particular person, this particular actor i think it went all the way back to the manifesto of the ship that they were that they came on mm-hmm. and they listed the names uh-huh. of these individuals wow. of of his great 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 grandmother and grandfather that were on the ship and oh. it named where they came from yeah. in africa yeah. and immediately when he when he hung when he heard that or read it for himself there was just this weeping and an outburst of emotion because he now has a, a, connection. a connection. yeah, And that's why I'm saying for individuals to get up, if you're apprehensive pastors about getting back to your Hebrew roots and thinking that the people are not going to uh, acquiesce to it. You're sadly mistaken because you start teaching from a standpoint of understanding that that book is about you and about your history, people are going to gravitate towards it because they want to know, and then know in the right context that the Most High has separated this group of people, and we are- And we're that people. And we're that group? You're telling me that's what it is? Because before, it was the Jews. Yes,
1: which is the first thing they ask you. So (laughs) when we start talking about, well, we're Hebrew Israelites, oh, so are you Jewish? Mm, right. No, I'm not (laughs) Jewish. I'm Hebraic. I'm from the I'm from the nation of Israel, Hebrew yeah. Israel. I'm Hebraic. and you got to understand something. Mm-hmm. They stole our language,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't I don't disparage I I'm not mad at them for doing it, because what they did was they stole it and preserved it for us and held it for us for this
0: time, and we could go get it back. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Nobody is throwing that group under a no. car because they've kind of been the stewards of the house And the until, Most High knew. Yeah. Somebody had to.
1: The Most High knew that his people in exile were not going to be able to hold on to the language mm-hmm. that he had given them. We remember we have been we have been in. In three uh, uh, dysporias. we were Babylonian, Syrian, and this final exile mm-hmm. that we've been in. And in all three of the exiles that we've been in, we have lost a part of who we were. Mm-hmm. The final one was we, were, we became disconnected. And the most I said we would become disconnected from him. We were disconnected from our God. we were disconnected from our language. We we're disconnected from our diet. We were disconnected from our name. Right. So we lost a lot of stuff, right? So he preserved, he preserved what we lost into a people who who gravitated to it and tried to make it their own, and they they let's put it up there they held it in uh, in uh, in uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they Stasis? held it in escrow, okay? They held it in escrow for this last day time when we could go back and get our language,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Because it's ours, right, and we study it, right, and we read it and we use it in our mm-hmm. teaching mm-hmm. and it helps us to understand what is really being said in the uh, transl- in the transliteration, because scripture our, our, our history is written in three phases: it's written in Hebrew, which we translate. So we we, have, we read the Hebrew when we read the Hebrew, we translate the Hebrew, mm-hmm. and then after we translate the Hebrew, what you're reading in your King James and in your other works are transliterations
0: right right
1: right so there's right. three th- three phases right. right 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 that's i mean <sighs> so you know uh, and when we go when we go to Africa and we and we teach this and they look at us really strange, but you know it's it's our language, yeah, and uh you know i'm I I I, I want to go. Uh,
0: it's it's a beautiful place. I want to go back. It's a beautiful place. I'm trying to get Everybody my together. Us, I'm trying to get my go, go, together go. so I can go back. Hey, you know, get, guess who uh, Moshe had married? Huh? Who did Moshe marry? He had a brother and a sister that talked about her. Oh, I, um, um, Moshe's wife was a. It says that she was an Ethiopian, Ethiopian. woman. Yeah. Yeah. So that means that she was was she a black woman? Oh, definitely Ethiopians to black. <laughs> and and if you ever fly Ethiopian airlines, you'll 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 understand why he 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 married an and Ethi- his sister was black, right? <laughs> why he married an Ethiopian woman? Yes,
1: yes, yes.
0: You understand why? Yeah. Yeah. Oh it's son. a it's a beautiful place, and it, I I just hate that. Uh, The propaganda coming out of westernized culture, and that's not just the United States, that's wherever it's got its tentacles in, has depicted a place of beauty and ancestry and culture as a place that's just filled with nothing but wild animals, the pyramids, and starving children eating rice out of bowls and dirty water. Listen, 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 please, please, if you're listening, listen, we
1: are the greatest people on the face of the earth. And when you start reading, we can't, I well, see Sean and I can't get away from the history because the history right. tells it all. Right. When you start reading the history about who we are and how great we are and how great we're going to be again. Mm-hmm. I said again, right,
0: man, <laughs> Right. We're trying to get it right. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, because you you realize that, you know, what it's going to be like to have the most high live amongst you. They had a glimpse of it when they were out in the desert. The most high is living amongst you, and you know how to function in that kingdom. No, you good. <laughs> we're good.
1: Listen, 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 listen the continent of africa is the or, is the original place of the creation of man right that's why they call it the motherland
0: mm-hmm.
1: right there in that rift valley right right there in that rift valley okay in east africa okay the most high has promised his people Hebrew Israel, I'm speaking to Hebrew Israel. You are the only people on the face of the globe, besides those nations of people who join with you, that the Most High is concerned about. He's not concerned about Greece. He's not concerned about Rome. He's not concerned about any of those Europe. He's not concerned about Germany. He's not concerned about Italy. He's not concerned about Spain. He ain't concerned about none of those Nations, except the nation of Israel.
0: And that should be your first And the clue, nation yeah. of
1: Israel, mm-hmm. the nation of Israel's home is in the continent of Africa. Not that little sliver that, that the Aksanazis call Israel. I call that Disney Israel. Mm-hmm. Our homeland, where the Father created us, is in the continent of Africa. The richest, the richest place on the face of the globe. Yeah.
0: Minerals of all sort. Oh, where do diamonds come from? and, And even still, when you look at all of the materials, the things, the trees, the, 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 Types of animals, the things that are described in the Tanakh, in the crypt, in the are all all systemic and originate from in, that continent. From that continent, right. So it's and, not, and when the and when the and
1: when we <clears throat> when we occupied our land and mm-hmm. we lived in it according to the rules under the guidance of our King, our Savior, mm-hmm. our Elohim, right. Yeshayahu says that the Moses says I am he, and there's no one beside me. Right. When we lived under the influence that he, that he, that he, that that he presented and presided for us in the land, we had it all. Agreed. And the fear of the other nations was upon them at even the very whisper and thought of us. Fear. I heard. I right. heard. I heard a young man say something. And I was reading I was reading uh, an article and the young man said this he says the reason why the other nations fear us and treat us so badly is because they recognize the god in us and that might be that might be true that might be true I mean if you're discerning enough mm-hmm. to your discerning spirit recognizes that <laughs> inside them black folks, there's something that we don't want to let loose. It. We don't want it unleashed. Right. Correct. So we need to suppress it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you can only suppress some of us. You can't hold us all
0: down. Right.
1: And right. some of us, some of the Hebrew Israelites who don't know they're Hebrew Israelites, mm-hmm. yeah. have risen to the, they're the cream that have risen to the top. And it's just a matter of time, you know, If uh, uh, I'm going to say this to you in closing today, Um, don't get don't get caught up in the little tidbit that we got this week with 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 justice. Uh, Don't get caught up in that. Because the Most High is going to ramp the pressure down some more upon us just to get us to cry out so that we'll turn back to him. And once we can do that and we recognize him and him only as being our Elohim, he's going to redeem us out of this exile. Back and, to- and, and that's that's in mm-hmm. our history book, right? Genesis to Chronicles. That's our history book. Right. Spells it out. That's our history book. And in that history book, when you read it from a historical, from a historical, knowledgeable perspective, you understand the the narrative of what the promises are to us. Mm -hmm. We're going, we're going to land. Right. The narrative from the Greeks or we're going to heaven. That's the wrong narrative. Our forefathers, our Elohim, our creator, our most high promises us that I made a promise Mm-hmm. To your forefathers, Abraham, Nishkak, and Yaakov, I promised them that I was going to ex and, Ma- and Moshe, you were going to get exiled out of the land, but I promised them that I was going to redeem you out of your exile and bring you back to the
0: land. Right. You are a chosen people, and in oh. that being that chosen people. And that's, again, when you get across the street. Why did you bring that? We're trying. I mean, we got to close this podcast. I mean, you go across the street. And, and again, the narrative changes you, 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 changes you, you, for the most time. We got
1: to clo- close this
0: podcast. Why we got to close it we out? Close we this got to close all the time in the world.
1: No, we don't. We, 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 listen, listen, listen. listen. The key word, the key word, the key word that you said. And this is the thing that I need our Hebrews and Exile to wrap their minds around. All right. We are His chosen people. People. We are his son. Mm -hmm. We are his daughters. You are chosen by him. He chose you. You didn't choose him. He chose you. That, if you want to, now if you want to shout, scream, and jump and run around the room, run around the room knowing that you have been chosen by the absolute all existent spirit in the whole world that he out of the out of out of the myriad myriad thousands of people he chose watch your mouth (laughs) but
0: I'm going close there's that that, we need to get that jar going for all them time he chose your black behind (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's and 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 that's where it is and that's where it is a chosen people it's not about everybody because no. in scripture, it talks about there are people that are going to Magog and Gog that are going to be destroyed. destroyed. So when you get across the street and it's talked about it's for everybody. It's no, not. it's no, not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not.
1: It's, no, it's, not. <laughs> it's read, not. Read your history. Don't read the Greek narrative. Read your history. you don't want to talk about black history. Well, your black history is written in Genesis to Chronicles. That's where your black where your black history begins, and that is where it where it kicks off. And then you and I are the systemic re- residue of the of the of the uh, generation that flows out of that. And right. we continue to we continue to live up to the prophetic word that's written in our
0: document. That's continuing to keep yeah. That's manifesting itself over and over, over again. Over and over and over again. Because we've over said yes. You've you once the children of Israel get kicked out of the land yeah. it is a revol- it continues to keep looping over yeah. and over, over Lord, and over Lord, again and yeah. that's yeah. why you have yeah. each individual prophet coming saying the same things you have these lamentations about the fact that oh woe is us because we're trying to tell you folks to turn, turn. back to the most high yeah. and that's what we're doing right now yeah. in this podcast yeah. for Hebrews in yeah. exile turn yeah. go back to the most high yeah. because this is what's coming yep yeah. And we're just stuck in this loop
1: and um and there it is as i get ready to close out this i i'm gonna leave you with i'm gonna leave you with some bad news I, and because there's no good news bad news it's not going to get better and i'm going to say to you from a good news perspective it not getting better is a good thing because the worse it gets the greater the chance that we, as a nation of people, will start crying out to the only God who can save us. And that's what he's waiting to hear. He's waiting to hear us cry out to Yahweh. Yahweh, Yaquah. Some say Yaquah, some say Yahuwah. It doesn't matter. His name is not, well, he has a name. And they that call upon the name of Yahweh, Yaquah, Yahuwah, shall be saved. And that saved means redeemed.
0: And you can find that in the prophet Yoel, chapter 3. Well,
1: uh, Sean, this has been Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. And Sean Appleton. This has been Hebrews in Exile. Until next time, we say to you, Shalom. Shalom.